Welcome to Max Storm Business Coaching for the Health and Fitness Professional Podcast, where you will hear and learn tips, tricks, and marketing secrets that will allow you to build your business from ordinary to extraordinary. Visit us at maxstormcoaching.com. Now, here's your host. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Max Storm Coaching Podcast. I am Max Storm here to talk to you today. I haven't been around much lately, and I am I'm hoping that Ashley, who is doing several podcasts, has been helping you all. She is awesome. As you know, we've been getting some great feedback about her shows, and I'm hoping you're listening in and sending in any questions and seeing how things are going because uh, she gave out some great information. I've been following all the podcasts, and I was uh, pretty amazed by not only the guests that she had on, but also the information they were sharing. It was really pertinent to most of us who are trying to fill our books day by day and how to fill them, how to charge, how to maybe even get investor money to start a gym. I mean, there was a huge spectrum of information that was talked about on the several shows. And I wanted to jump on, do a quick show, talk about, you know, how we as trainers, as service providers, as people that need, again, to fill their book daily, how we can go about doing that on a basis, but still keep our sanity. And, you know, a lot of the shows we talked about, and I know Ashley covered this in some of her shows, most of the time when we are in the grind, I guess you could call it, working day to day, it seems like we're never catching up. We're always looking, we're always trying, we're always wanting, and a lot of times we never really step back and look and see how much ground we have really covered. And being a trainer, being an expert in your field, being a practitioner uh, in any of the healthcare industries, a nutritionist, a trainer, a personal trainer, a dietitian, whatever you do that is helping people, I want you to kind of think about that when you get down or if you're not as busy as you want to be or maybe you're too busy. You're saying, my God, I'm so busy. I don't have time for myself. I want you to really step back and be positive about how things are going. Even if you only have one client that month and you're struggling to get more clients, that one client, if you are helping that client in any way, it is a positive. Sometimes it's so hard for us to really stop and think about how far we've all come and how we have helped people. And that's something we really talked about in a few episodes prior. I want you to really concentrate uh, in the next, say, a few weeks or the next couple of months. I really, really want you to concentrate on trying to get referrals from the people that you have helped. Um, You are not annoying them. You are not begging them for work. It is something that is done in business. We talked about this. Referrals are very important. I think that if you get the right referrals, it could really help your business grow. There is nothing better than to have a client refer someone to you that you can help. There is no sales process involved. You're going to meet with them or you're going to talk to them on the phone. You're going to tell them, yes, I know Jim. Yeah, Jim, I helped him with this. 
He, oh, he referred you to him. Okay, great. Well, how can I help you? Did Jim tell you my fee schedule? Did you? T- did Jim tell you how I like to work? A yes or no. If he did, if he didn't, you are going to go through them. Now, you're not selling yourself. You are informing. Referrals are very important. I want you to start concentrating on who you can talk to, send an email to, send a text to, and say, hey, remember we talked about this? Do you have any referrals for me? Do you have anybody I can contact? Do you have any places I can go? Whatever you need to do to get some referrals, go ahead and do that. Secondly, I want you to target one event in your town. Look for an event that's happening. A lot of times go on the county websites, look in the papers, um, look for the colleges. A lot of times colleges will have um, different meets, different meet and greets with different alumni. They could be older alumni. You know, if you have a college that's been around for 100 years and they're having a, a meet and greet for newer people or the college that you might have graduated from, go to an event, at least one event per month. And look around and find an event to go to. It could be a business meeting. It could be a breakfast or a coffee meeting that uh, some small businesses have maybe every second Tuesday of the month or whatever that business meeting is. I want you to find one to go to each month, at least one. You have got to get your name out there. You have got to start meeting people to get some clients in, talking about what you do. A lot of times, the practitioners, the healthcare workers that I speak with, they get into this business to help people, not to brag about themselves or not to put themselves out there. But it's so important for you to be able to help people that you have to do these things a lot of times and you have probably experienced this your best clients or the clients that you help they will not send you referrals and it's not that they don't want to they really don't think about it a lot of times i've spoken with um ex-clients or current clients of excellent, awesome practitioners. And I said, hey, listen, um, I am consulting with Jim. He's looking to build up his business. Do you mind? He gave me your phone number. Do you mind if um, if we speak briefly? I wanted to get some feedback on, on what you think of his processes, his procedures, how he's doing. And one of the questions I have is, have you sent referrals to Jim? And I can tell you that sometimes, depending on how you present yourself to each client, they may think that you're too busy. I know it sounds weird. Unless you mention to them that you're looking for new clients, you're looking to take new clients on, they may assume by the way that you treat them, not in a bad way, the way that you work, the way that you end perfectly on time, or however it is, they may assume that you're too busy. And I can tell you this, a lot of the people that I have spoken with, a lot of the ex-clients, a lot of the clients, their first reasoning was, you know, I didn't think that he or she needed any clients. He never mentioned it. And so I didn't send anybody. Or, you know, it just seems like he's always so busy or she's always so busy. She's always running out. And I didn't think that they needed any new clients. So I want you to always take your time. Be relaxed with your client. It's so important because a lot of times that current client that you have, they feed off of how you work, how you operate, how your process is. And if they don't know of any people or potential clients that will fit into how you do things, 
they're not going to send you anybody because one, they don't want to get that cli- a potential client angry at them, but also they don't want to mess up the relationship that they have with you by sending somebody to you that you may say, hey, you know, you sent me that guy. Yeah, he wants me to you know come in at three o'clock or he wants me to come at six in the morning. I mean, I'm not going to come in at six in the morning and train with this guy if he's not really committed. They don't want to get into that situation with you. So again, we talked about this in a previous show that if you set those expectations right from the beginning, right in your paperwork, right in your processes that you are always looking for referrals, you expect to get referrals, these are the type of referrals that you want. It's very important to do that because of the miscommunications that can occur. It is much easier to work through that conversation when you had it with your client at the beginning. You know, hey, I remember, you know, remember we talked about uh, some clients. Do you, do you have any clients that you might be able to recommend for me? Make sure you're always on the lookout for clients for me. Hey, Jill, see you later. I'll see you next week. Make sure you're always on the lookout for referrals for me. Remember we talked about it. You're saying those things. You are not begging for clients. You are showing them that you want to build your business up. You respect their opinion. You want them to recommend you. There's nothing wrong with doing that. If you cannot do that, and it's okay. There are some people out there. There are some practitioners. There's doctors that are surgeons. There are people that just cannot get themselves to do it, which is okay. There's nothing wrong with it. I beg you to get someone, an assistant or a practitioner or a trainer to work under you that will do that. It is so important to be constantly mentioning people and to your clients and to other people or going out and showing up at events, talking about what you do, talking about help you, how you help you, help people. It is so important to be out there. Um, jump on social media, jump on some health groups, jump on some groups that are local to you. Unless you do um, training over you know, your computer, you virtual training, virtual sessions, uh, you write programs, things like that, then you can jump on social media and you can jump into almost any group. Uh, there's hundreds of groups for certain practitioners uh, or scattered around the country, around the world that you can jump in, start answering some of those questions and be that expert in the field. It's super important uh, to get yourself out there. And I know that a lot of us, myself included, um, we get kind of impatient, you know. Um, it's one of those things that you, know, you say, oh, man, you know, I've been, on, I've been on social media for two weeks and, and no one's gotten back to me. No one's talking to me. Two weeks is is not a lot of time. You have to start now and start expecting a return or start expecting to be involved or getting your name out there. Probably almost, it's going to take almost three months, two months to really start building up a following where people will respect you as an expert in your field. Same thing with when you get out into the marketplace, when you start going to meetings, when you start meeting up with people and you start doing the events. Like I said, you from our previous, if you're following our shows, you should have an event once a month. That is so important to have. It not only keeps you sharp, it not only allows you to build up your on your presentation skills. I don't care if one person shows up. That's one person that you're going to get to work on your presentation skills. A lot of times when I do events, 
um, you know, we'll go to a small town or I'll do an event and it's the same event every month. Uh, when I was, when I was doing that, when I was building up my business years ago, I could have one person showed up. I might not do the whole presentation, but I might allow them. I'll say, Hey, listen, you know, we had several people that, that uh, signed up. You're the only one here. I usually go through this presentation, but let's, uh, let's, uh, start working on why are you here? You know, and now all of a sudden you have a one-on-one conversation with someone. Guess what? They're going to know, like, and trust you when they leave. Having one person show up at an event, you think that's bad? That is the best thing that could happen to you. Because now you are going to talk to just that person. If you had 10 people in that room and you couldn't give specific answers, you couldn't spend that required time for them to trust you, to know you, to like you, those 10 people might leave and may not contact you. But if one person or two people show up, it sounds like you're wasting your time. That's the best thing that can happen. That's how you have to spin it. That's how you have to look at these things. That is why you need to have an event once a month. I want one person to show up to your back pain, getting rid of back pain seminar or shoulder pain, getting rid of shoulder pain, stretches for your shoulder pain, play golf better, whatever that event is that you have every month one person shows up you're way ahead of the game and that's one client a month all of a sudden you might say you know what I might do an event every other week now all of a sudden you have at least two clients a month that show up to your events and even if they pay you for one session or they just come to you for advice it's more people out there that know that you are an expert in your field soon you're going to get people that are going to ask you to speak at their events and it builds up from there there is no reason why you cannot build up your book or organically you don't need to spend a lot of money you don't even need to spend a lot of time because you know when you, when you do an event and you know the information I don't want you to spend a month creating a PowerPoint for your event. Hell no. Put three slides on the, on the screen. Just ask some questions. Just talk to people. The event could be a half hour. Just get them in the room. Show them how great you are at what you do, specifically what you do. You want specific people in that event. You don't want to say, you know, um, we're going to do, do an event on losing weight. That's way, way too big. We are going to do an event for for mothers, for for mothers who, or or you know, mothers of newborns on how to lose weight. Okay, something that is so specific that you might only get a few people in the room. But that's what you want. Everyone thinks they want to fill up the room. Unless you have something to sell from the stage, you don't want to fill up the room. Okay? Stop listening to all the people that don't know, that have never done this. Do not fill up the room unless you have something to sell because you will not be able to be personally talking to each and every person in a big crowded room. So that's something about the event. So I wanted to cover that real quick and and just give a quick rundown. I want you guys to do well. I want you to fill your book up. Um, I just want to throw a few a few quick tips in there. I just uh, I just got back uh, into the Florida area from a road trip. I had a bunch 
a speaking events. I was traveling around the country. It was really cool. I'm super tired. I'm done. I'm back. Like I said, Ashley's been helping me. She's going to do some more shows. Um, I'm looking for people to send in some questions. We've been getting some questions, but I want more. I want more questions. I want more content on what we should cover. I want subject matter. I want to know what you need to know, what you need help with. And I'm willing to get it on the podcast and give you as much information as possible. This is so much fun to build up your business and allowing us to help that uh, send us your questions, please go ahead. And as I said, Ashley will, um, we'll be back. I'm sure you'll on the next podcast or maybe I'll cover one, but I'll speak with her. I'm going to meet with her and uh, see what we have going on. Or maybe we'll both do one, whatever it is. Uh, so thanks again for listening in, tuning in, please. If you get a chance, go on out to iTunes, um, or Google play would be great. And, uh, and leave us a, um, a rating. But most of all, too, leave us a review. Leave me a, a, an honest review of not only how you feel about the show, but what we can cover for you in the field of content and how things are going. Those ratings can really help us. Um, it would be amazing if you do that for us. Uh, those ratings will really help us spread the word, and it will be um, something that when people search for help in this subject type, subject matter, um, our podcast will rank a little higher because of you guys. So thanks again for listening and tuning in, and we will catch you next time on the Max Storm Coaching Podcast. You all take care. Thank you for listening to the Max Storm Business Coaching Podcast. Please subscribe to the show on iTunes. 